Welcome to Tent Talk, the podcast with Nancy McCrady, where we talk about life under the big tent of God's presence and the provoking process of discipleship. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Tent Talk. This is Nancy McCrady. You want to listen to this fresh episode today because it's important that you understand that God cannot just accept you as you are unless you have been made new because of their work and because of their desire and because of what they have done. You want to take a listen today so that you can stop trying to make yourself acceptable to God and receive the acceptance that only comes from being made new. Oh, it is time for a fresh start, my friends. Here we go. Hey, everybody. I am so glad that we're together here for a fresh start identity series. I believe this is 3.0. So my friends, oftentimes we say things like, God just loves and accepts you just like you are. And I say a resounding no. No, he does not. Now, he has loved you when you were yet a sinner. So listen to me carefully. Oh, he has loved you since before the foundations of the world, before you ever took form, before you ever were delivered physically by your mom uh, and your dad onto this earth. He had chosen you out, Ephesians 1, 4, and 5. But he chose you out in Christ. You were loved when you were in Adam. But listen to me carefully. You were completely unacceptable in Adam. Now, that is not personal. That is inherited. You were not personally unacceptable. You hadn't done anything yet. (laughs) What's unacceptable is an alien nature that we are born with, a foreign nature to the very nature of God himself. And so you have to back up and always remember plan A is that man would eat of the tree of life, Jesus himself, the Christ, and he would come into their spirit. His life would come into their spirit and Christ in you was always meant to be the hope of glory. The glory is not external, my friends. We're not trying to get back to where Adam and Eve were before they realized they were naked because they made a decision that they would rather be God than be sons to God through Christ Jesus. (laughs) Okay, the core sin of man is that he chose to live independent from God. And then every other good and evil is just some type of expression of that nature that I am going to be my own God. I will choose who I am. I'll decide if I'm worthy enough or if I'm unworthy. If I'm acceptable or unacceptable, I'll set up all my own categories, right? So I don't care if you're in the Harley Davidson world or you're in the Rodeo USA world or you're in the church culture. It doesn't matter which little nation you step into. There's a hierarchy. There is a way to look. There are standards and laws according to the corporate world, to the gutter world. It doesn't matter where you are. Man sets up all his own categories. And then all of that, my friends, gets slaughtered and crucified at the cross when there is one new man that he has made in Christ. He did that. That's why I call this Fresh Start. Out of Ephesians 2 in the Message Bible, that he, by the work of the cross, took everything down that was of the old, and he created and made 
in Christ and in Christ only did he make, right, a completely new kind of human being, giving every person a fresh start. Physically, geographically, you can give yourself a fresh start by moving away, getting a new home, getting a new spouse, getting new friends, getting a new job. Sure, you can wipe the slate clean and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to have a fresh start. But my friends, you still take all of the stuff that's in you with you. What we need to know as who we are to him is that by him and only in him and for him was the new man created in Christ because that's always been their plan. So listen to me carefully. God cannot just love and accept you as like you are. He has loved you no matter what. But my friends, something catastrophic, cataclysmic had to happen for you to be acceptable to God, meaning that you became who you were always meant to be to him by sharing in his very life and his nature, not by performance, not by looks, not by achievement, not by pedigree, not by anything else. It's just like when we tell people, now God loves you and so he forgives you. Listen carefully. No, (laughs) no, because he loved you, because he loved the world. He sent his only begotten son and his son died and paid for every single sin by the shedding of his perfect blood, by his bludgeoned body. My friends, that is how we were able to be forgiven. And first and foremost, that blood and that bludgeoned body were for the Father. It was for God's um, wrath to be dealt with. See, it's so funny that we don't want to believe in a wrathful God, yet I'll plot your death because you've hurt me. And But yet somehow when I turn to God... Right? Like God's all loving and God would never. And how silly to think that God is a God of wrath. You know, it's like, yeah, but now you cut me off in traffic. Uh, that's it. Right? You hurt me. You abuse me. You betray me. Right? You don't just don't talk to me when you pass me in the hallway at church. And I'm, I mean, I'm like all aflame with offense. But now God, of course, you know, my friends, God has no tolerance for this alien nature to him, the way it treats people, the way it sets up performance and, 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 and everything, the whole system, good and evil is absolute hostility to God himself. So you best be glad that he's a God that doesn't tolerate nor sit idly by when sin is operating. And remember It's good and evil. There was the tree of the knowledge of good and evil on the same tree because good people, my friends, will kill you as fast as wicked people will kill you because it all comes from the same tree, from the same nature. So many times we have believed things that keep us living so low as believers, and you wonder, what, what gospel are we passing on? So your identity, my friends, is very key. It is foundational. It's in Christ. It's who you are in Christ. Over 200 and 
60 some odd times, I believe, in the New Testament. It is constantly referring to being in him, in Christ, made new. That took the death of Jesus on the cross, the burial of Jesus, the resurrection of Jesus, the ascension of Jesus Christ, so that Holy Spirit could now be poured out into every heart that receives him, simply receives. That is how you are made new. And that is the only way then we would be able to live as seriously sobered, glad-hearted sons. Our identity is very important, but it must always, always and only orbit him. It is for him we were made for him. I live unto him. I exist for him. Now, if that doesn't bring a smile to your face, if that doesn't make you glad-hearted, then I would suggest that maybe there's still a veil that's over you and over your eyes, a voodoo, a spell that has bewitched you and fascinated you, that even though you began in the Spirit, now you think you're going to come to perfection in the flesh. That's Galatians 3, 1 through 5. But I want to stay on this today. I want you to understand You have always been loved. There has never been a day that you have not been loved and wanted and planned for and sought out. If that doesn't eventually swallow up all of your rejection, nothing will. Hmm? So I want to provoke you today to understand that it's that love that caused and brought, if you will, the Son of God into the earth as a baby, so he could become the son of man, so that he could do everything that he was assigned to do, that he might restore to the Father that which belongs to the Father, giving every person a fresh start, every person the opportunity to respond to him. And then, yes, on the other side of that new birth, Okay, you would be learning of their love, of their life, of their mind, the way they see things, everything. So that according to Romans 6, about verse, uh, somewhere between verses uh, 1 through 6, that you realize I shared in his death so that I could give up on everything old, give up on self-improving. What, what is there to improve about self? I don't care how you improve it. It's still hostile towards God. It still comes to God and says, look how good I'm being. Look at what I've done. Surely now you are impressed with me. And I'll tell you the same thing God told me when I used to try to impress him. He'd say, no, you haven't impressed me. Hmm? I'm missing you, Nancy. I'm missing our oneness together because that only comes through Christ. I'm missing you sitting at my table, a piece and a share in my kingdom that I've given you only comes through Christ. You see, this is why it's such an open slaughter to the total pride of man. Totally. So there you have it. I think that just might be enough for today. So my friends, yes, you've been loved always, but being acceptable, you had to be made acceptable and they did it. And they brought you back into plan A the day that you received Christ. You received their life and their nature. And therefore, you are 100% acceptable to them. So I want to remind you today 
as I close this episode out, which is probably where I'll pick up on our next episode, is that all of this that I'm sharing with you is why I can say to you that you don't just do the will of God. You are the will of God. Until next time, love you all. For more information on Nancy, please visit nancymccrady.com or follow her on social media at nbmccrady.com.